If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. Happy Friday, you beautiful bench warmers. I'm going to say it. I know that it's late. I don't care if you guys are upset with us. Uh, it took, I mean, I, I hadn't seen my parents in a couple weeks. You had some things going on. We, we needed to push things back and I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. That's how I start my classes on Fridays anyway. So you're now one of my students classes in session. This is Jimmy Pilato. One half of the far end of the bench, Nico Bryant, my co-host is here with me. And, uh, I mean, I don't know why I'm so, I think it's, here's the thing. I'm going reverting back to like my high school self going to all these wrestling practices and rolling around with all these 17, 18 year olds. Like my body subconsciously is like secreting more testosterone, trying to keep me in that mold. I'm eating until 10 o'clock at night. I have no idea what's going on, Nick, but how, how are things rolling with you, man? Oh, uh, things are rolling. I'll just, I'll just say that we'll, we'll talk about it more when the summer hits, but I'll just say things are rolling. That's, a, that's, a, that's the key word. Um, but, uh, yeah, rolling over here, but yeah, th- things have picked up. Uh, we've got a lot of things going on. It's like I said, playoffs are around the corner and, and, and right now, like, Yes, we record it. We're recording late. We're giving you a little bit of a late show, but you know it is what it is, and that's what happened this time of the year. Okay, so because we'll be we'll be having playoff shows that we'll be recording at probably midnight on Tuesdays of a of a, of a Wednesday oh, night or Wednesday night game. So get used to me. it. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Yeah. So so I already so, couldn't stay. I tried to stay up for last night's Wednesday night's game, and I couldn't make it through the first. I made it through the first period, and I was dead, dead coffee. on my couch. Coffee will be our friend uh, uh, very very soon. That's all I'm gonna say. So this is this is the this is the time of the, the few couple weeks where we're gonna relax. We're gonna enjoy a little bit because it's about to pick up real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, and then it goes right into NFL, and then we have a whole another nine months of going week by week. My team, my team, my team. Playoffs, Super Bowl, and then we're right back here at March Madness. It's like it never ends, but. We're happy you're here with us. Episode 131. Be sure to follow at FEOTB Pod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, if you missed our live episode last week, we surprised you guys with a live episode. Check it out. Uh, we broke down the tournament games leading into the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. And nothing fucking happened that we said. Not, absolutely nothing. Nothing. Not, 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 not one of I don't think we got one prediction right. I, absolutely not. None of my teams yeah. Because I here's the thing, I had Arizona and Houston meeting in the in the championship. Exactly. So you can imagine how my my weekend ended. I texted you. I said, you know, Friday night, like after the first games, it kind of seemed bleak, but I still had a thousand seventy points. I was able to score in our bracket challenge. And by Alabama's game, it was like, oh, never mind. I have three hundred points left. That's it. And, and then by Houston's game, it's like, oh. I'm completely dead. This bracket's dead. It's it's funny because look, I saw a stat with Jimmy where only six, one, two, three, four, five, six brackets of the two hundred million brackets are filled out online predicted the final four correctly. That is enough to show you because look, I stopped paying attention to our tournament challenge after the, the, the second game. So so I have no idea how the first place winner is gonna be decided because it may be uh it may be a coin flip because it, it we like no one 
I don't think anyone in our bracket challenge had any of these teams win, winning. The closest team that somebody may have picked right would be UConn, but I guarantee you no one else picked any, anyone, any other of these teams. There are, yep, yeah, UConn is on a couple teams. The, right now, as it sits in our bracket challenge, one, two, three, four, and five. So Alabama, Texas, Alabama, Houston, Gonzaga, and then it's Texas and Gonzaga the next two. So everybody's like, Timmy didn't show up again. Yeah, Texas not, is just I, I don't know. Texas what is not it. back. <laughs> no, they're not. And and they should we should just stop that because it, it really just annoys. I feel like they get annoyed by it more so than anything now. They're not the ones that means who, we need to keep it going. Yeah, that, that means yeah. we need to keep it going at the same time. We do need to keep it going. Um, if you missed it over the weekend, March Madness in the sweet 16 round, San Diego State beat Alabama, Creighton beat Princeton. So the Cinderella story was over. FAU took down Tennessee to continue to move on. The Owls, like, if you're an FAU Owl, you know for a fact you're sitting in that locker room right now, like, boys, this is the only chance we're ever going to have at this school. Forever. We are, probably ever. Our we coach are is on a one-way train to, to a SEC or, or a Big Ten school next year. So this maybe, is the best chance you will ever have. Maybe he likes Boca. Maybe he'll stick around. I'm just saying, like, the players on the team have to know this is – how the, uh, they're probably sitting there like, how the hell did we get here? And, and, and to think about it, like, this is the – this uh, we talked about it. This, this is a team I had losing the first round. Uh, actually, I take it back. I think three of the teams – yeah, three of the final four teams I had losing in the fi- first round, by the way. So that's how my bracket just went in general. But, yes, yeah. this this FAU team, I mean, look, they had this – they're tied for the most wins in college basketball before the tournament. They obviously have the most wins in college basketball now. Team wins ball games. Yep. They know how to win ball games, plain and simple. And, and, and these guys believe like no other. It, it, like like I said, some of the the weird the low. I believe the lowest uh, t- t- seed to ever win a national championship was UConn when they won as a seven seed, nine seed FAU. I mean, t- think about it like this. You, technically, they didn't have to do it, but most eight or nine seeds have to go through the, the one seed, right? And and you have you have you face a team that is about as even as you. It may be the the, the greatest Cinderella story in college basketball history for a team that probably shouldn't have been in a Cinderella team. Like we we are seeing that out of FAU. Yeah, no FAU, and then they took down Kansas State in the Elite Eight. So what we said last week, I I was listening back to it, and I was like. Those infomercials are already out of date. Are you looking for a team because your bracket challenge is already busted? Well, Kansas State lost too. Um, 79 76. So it was, it was a great game. And that yeah, Kansas State game. deserves all the credit in the world because Big 12 basketball is known, but like not Kansas State. Honestly, people look, say, yeah. people look across the other way. They go to Lawrence if they want to play basketball. They go, you know, Kansas State's more of a football school, if anything. And it's not that baseball big of a football school unless, yeah. outside of recently. So yeah, it's it's a massive moment, and and what they did with their program with Marquis Snowell and also Keontae Johnson is something that they're gonna they're gonna capitalize on, in my opinion. People are gonna start wanting going there. Going there. Um, it's weird to think that 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 that. They may out they may out recruit KU in the state of Kansas. I don't think that may ever happen. But like I said, they will get some recruits and, and they will be a team to be reckoned with under a great coach. Yeah, they had a, a it's they're set up for the future. <clears throat> they ended up, like I said, they they meet um, San Diego State in the final four. San Diego State beat Creighton 57-56. Dude, that's like I swear I just 
did a, a middle school basketball game, ran the scoreboard for one of those that had more points scored than that. Oh, that my was, God. It was, it was not an interesting – I mean, it wasn't interesting. I take that back. But but it was a defensive war. And, and, and the, the thing is, is, like, San Diego State plays such hard – so hard defensively. Like, it's almost as bad as, like, Duke slapping the floor level. That's how much these guys take into account their defense and and, and, and pushing that, that – if they're going to win a ball game, it's going to be because of their defense. Look, I – this San Diego State team is a Cinderella team, too. But three of these teams have never been to a Final Four before, and they've all, quote-unquote, been on Cinderella runs. Yes, I get it. It's a five, uh, two five seeds and a, a, an eight seed and a four seed. But three of the four teams are Cinderella. A nine together. seed. Nine seed, sorry. Nine, nine seed. Yeah. FAU's the nine seed. <clears throat> FAU we'll get- has worn a road jersey every round of the playoffs. Let's, let's just put that. Actually, yeah, yeah. No, and, they don't have to wear it against can- Dickinson. But either way, pretty much a, a road jersey every round of the playoffs. And yeah. this San Diego State team that has them boys believing. I, I mean, look, you, you, I, I, I'll raise my hand. I was the idiot that said they weren't tested going into facing Alabama. You faced Furman and you faced faced uh, a team in Charleston that, that weren't two great teams, in my opinion. And then you come in and you just dominate Bama. Bama didn't even have a chance in that game. You give them no room to breathe. You suffocate them defensively and just put it on them. I, I. I cannot believe how how much the defense has has affected the college basketball game because each of these four remaining teams are four of the top teams in terms of defensive efficiency um, this tournament in general, and there's a reason for it. Like I said, the, yeah, they, they opposing opponent teams can drop seventy three on their head, but it's going to be the hardest seventy points in their and they'll ever have. So, and, and San Diego State is not is not one to question in regards to that that manner. It's an interesting style because obviously like the NBA, everybody can score. And I was listening to it. Like one of the best comparisons, like in college basketball, you got one or two guys on each team that can score like that. So if you can shut down those one or two guys, if you play good enough system defense and take those two guys out, you have a pretty decent shot of winning and not having to score that many points on the other side, because they have to rely on second, third stringers coming in and, and trying to make something happen. Foul trouble, obviously like that's really big in, in these college games as well. Only getting the five instead of the, the extra one for the NBA. We'll get into predictions for the final four in a second. Let's talk about the other two teams uh, <clears throat> in the final four. So, the other matchup from the Midwest West is Miami and UConn, just like everybody predicted. Miami got to this point, beating Houston in the Sweet 16 and then taking down Texas. So knocking off a number one and a number two seed in back-to-back rounds. I mean, if you want to go from not battle-tested at all to probably the most battle-tested team, that's the Miami Hurricanes right now. And, and thinking about it like this, Jimmy, <coughs> Miami has been the quote-unquote the underdog in each game they've played, right? Drake was a hot team uh, um, to pick for the 12 versus five matchup against them in the first round. I picked then, both of these 12, five upsets in the first round. By the way. I, 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 I know, right. I'm, I'm right. I, I didn't actually, I'm right there with you. I did the same thing too, but either way, they were, they were the five total hot upset to be picked. Didn't happen. They, they play an Indiana team that is holding the big 10 on their back after what Purdue did go and beat Indiana. They play the number one seed and the number one team in the country, quote-unquote. Houston, underdog again, beat them. Then you play Texas, who everyone was like, fuck, you beat everybody. Like, you can't keep doing this, right? 
And they do it again. I kid you not. This Miami team of Jim Laranega, may, this may be the most battle-tested team in March Madness history. I'll say it. Like, like, like In terms of one of the hardest routes of a Final Four you may ever see, Miami has done it. Miami has absolutely done it. You face a team in UConn that is the overwhelming favorite currently to win the national title now after what they've done, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. And this Miami team has said, Fuck it. We don't care. We do not care. And that's the mentality you have to have coming into March. It's like, we don't care about who our opponent is. We don't care who, what the other color jersey is. If we play our game and play to the ability that we think we can play, we can beat anybody any given night. And that's exactly what Miami is believing with Jim Laranega and Isaiah Wong. I, I Look, you have the ACC player of the year in Wong, and you have this the coach that famously was 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 – brought George Mason, a 13 seed, to the Final Four back in the 2000s. And it's been nearly over 15 years since he's been back. And boy, does he have a team back. And, man, the U, talk about being back. The U may be back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and and hopefully the people, the alumni, are taking a second from yelling at Mario Cristobal about the football team to appreciate, like, again, I – I know Miami is not – they're in a Power 5 conference. They're a school that can recruit at a high level of athlete, but they're not here all that often. So the teams yeah. that aren't here all that often, this is – I think there's a conversation going around like we have to do this. It's San Diego State's locker room. It's an FAU's locker room. And Miami's – I think the only team that can say for certain, which is the next team that we'll talk about getting from the, the Sweet 16, that they could possibly be back here in a relatively short amount of time is UConn. But I guess I'm not even sure, not even aware of when UConn was here the last time. So that might be a false statement coming out of my mouth. But UConn on their route to the Final Four, knocking off the must bus in Arkansas, dominating the Razorbacks, 88-65. We talked about that on last week's episode. And then the Elite Eight matchup, 82-54. Again, just kicking the shit out of these teams. Just a timid. Yeah, Timmy, go go sit on the bench. Go sit your, down. Your, your, your career is done, bud. Maybe you have a seventh year of eligibility or a twelfth year, whatever you're He's at. not coming back to Gonzaga, but that does not rule out him going to another school for his 18th year of college. Cue <laughs> the Tommy Boy that. gif of him passing out into the table. <laughs> but, shoot, man, UConn made quick, quick work of him. Quick work of him. He was not playing with 10 minutes left. The game was out of reach with 10, 15 minutes left in the game. If, if I was few, as soon as you're down by 20 and you do the stupid mustache thing, you're done. Like, I don't that's, even that's want you around. Because he did that same thing when they were getting the shit kicked out of him by Baylor in the national championship. That's that's the crazy thing. He doesn't learn. I love the confidence. Learn. I love. He didn't learn, but I love the confidence from the guy. Because the guy was an All-American, absolutely, but... I mean, he, he, he wasn't him. He, he was he was a guy. He was a guy that we'll talk about in 10 years from now being like, oh, right, Timmy, right? Drew Timmy. He's going to dominate some YMCA courts. Or, or dominate in, a, in Europe somewhere for Real Madrid or something along those lines. He'll be very good. And in terms of the NBA and G League, probably not so much. Uh, uh, but, yeah, he – I mean, what a, what a run from Gonzaga. But UConn just stepped in and just said – Nah, you ain't even close to our level. But uh, bo- uh, not Bobby Hurley. Uh, um, Dan Hurley came in and said, "We don't care who's in front of us. We are going to put teams away and not give them any room to breathe." There is a chance, Jimmy. I'm serious when I say this. There is a chance that UConn may—I uh, don't want it to happen—but UConn may win 
the Final Four and the, the National Championship by 20, and I wouldn't be surprised. Plain and simple. Because of what they've done consistently throughout the tournament. They've been the most consistent team. They've been the hardest working team. And they've been a team that, look, it's UConn is a blue blood school. I'll, I'll say it. They are. Plain and simple. They have made that conversation happen. Because the amount of national championships they have had in terms of every other blue blood school you can speak of, they have more of. They have two uh, since 2000. Duke has two. North Carolina has one. UConn, two. Villanova, one. UConn, two. Kansas, two, I believe. Maybe it's three. Either way, UConn, two. Go down to uh, Kentucky, one. Uh, uh, UConn, two. I, I, and here they are, Chancellor, third. I, I This UConn program, after what Jim Calhoun did for so, so long, and then giving Kevin Ollie the rings, and now uh, Dan, uh, Dan Hurley doing what, what he does best in this program, it is it is something to behold what this team what this Huskies team is doing, and unless somebody has a major answer for this offensive firepower and defensive stability they have, it could be theirs over the run run away. Yeah. Um, before we get into predictions, which matchup are you more excited for? Or do you think is going to be the better game between San Diego State, FAU, and then Miami, UConn? Look, this the, the, neither of these two are sexy matchups. Neither, neither are like these are uh, last call matchups. These are it, oh damn! It. If, if this, if these two games were in middle of November, I would not be watching it. Let's just put it simple. If FAU played uh, San Diego State in November, I wouldn't give a fuck. I probably wouldn't even bet on it. I bet on college basketball games nearly every day, all during the winter. That's how much of a degenerate college basketball gambler I am. Okay, and and, and I probably wouldn't have even bet on because like ah, this game's I don't even want to watch it. And on the other side, I probably would have hammered UConn minus 15 and a half against, against Miami, right? Like, I probably would have hammered it. But here we are in the Final Four, and it's absolute chaos, and I love every second of it. If you look, This Final Four is not for the casual fan. It is for us diehards that live and die by this tournament every year. It is for the chaos. It is for the... Fuck, this is a good hard coach team. This is a good defensive team. This, team. this team's exciting on our end. This team is for people like me, plain and simple. It's not for the lighthearted. And what this Final Four has showed you that, yeah, yeah, I would not watch this game in November. I'm sure as fuck watching it on Saturday night. And I'm sure as hell be watching the Monday night national championship game because of, of, of the storylines going into this from my basketball purist perspective. And if I were to pick one, I probably would go FAU for San Diego State because there's a chance that you kind of could blow out Miami. That's the only reason, right? That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Cause I think Miami will make it close. I think both teams, both games will be very close, but mm-hmm. if I'm looking at a game to go double overtime, triple overtime game winner, it's going to be this FAU San Diego state game. And there's zero doubt about it. They are the first game up. They're going to be at four Oh nine mountain time. And then uh, Miami Yukon follows at six 49. Um, Weird times, but obviously, like very weird times. I hope they we were trying. Overlap. I'm gonna be pissed. Why yeah, we were tra- overlapping. Are they on separate networks? Aren't they on the same network? Yeah, but college basketball always does the same shit that the NHL That's, does. With, with the overlap. NHL didn't do that the last night because I like I said yeah, uh, at least the two nights ago because we were yeah. finishing up. I got home and my parents were finishing up another show that they had recorded, and it was like eight thirty. The game was scheduled for eight, and they were like, Biz was still on TV. I was like, what? Yeah, what happened? Why are they? Why are we still? Okay, we okay. the game started yet. <laughs> um, let's get into predictions. Let's start 
first game, we'll just go in order. San Diego State, FAU, who are you predicting to be in the national championship out of that matchup? This is the toughest one for me. And and look, if 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 you are listening to this show, probably fade me. Uh, let's just let's just let's fade probably my pick. Because let me remind you that I got every single Elite Eight pick wrong. And 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 I I probably gonna mess this up. So just just disclaimer. I gave you all the disclaimer of or not the disclaimer, what's it called? The 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 hey the, the infomercial. I gave you the infomercial yeah. last week. This week I'm giving you a disclaimer. Probably don't listen to me, but you'll I'm gonna give my take anyways. <laughs> I'm going to look San Diego State, people forget San Diego State was the number one team in the country during the COVID year. The number one team in the country. They were the best team in college basketball, arguably, on the court. And then, obviously, the COVID tournament happened, and they weren't weren't able to play. A lot of guys are still on that team. And and a lot of young guys, excuse me, excuse my French, but – and this defense of San Diego State is something else. But give me the fun story. Give me the team that knows how to win. Give me FAU. I know. Give me the give me the Owls. I I I have to go with the team that knows how to win ball games. And San Diego State is a hell of a ball club. But my God, this is be the farthest the fucking Mountain West team has ever gotten in any sport ever. So basketball, football, uh, baseball, you name the sport. Yeah. Yeah. This is the farthest they've ever gotten in any in any capacity. I think this Boise State count maybe maybe not because Boise State, but either way, yeah. But they still still no championships. Ex- exactly. And, so, and there's a, they, I can't even save them with wrestling because all the Mountain West schools wrestle in the Big Twelve. <laughs> Thank you for proving my point even. Yeah, more. no, I'm just I'm just pro- proving it even further to you. So uh, give, give me give me the hoo 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 AAFAU Owls after picking them to lose to the team I had in the final four in the first round. Hell, in one of my brackets, I had Memphis in the championship, and 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 here they are. They knocked off Memphis. They knocked off Fairly Dick. Um, they knocked off Tennessee. They knocked off uh, of Kansas State, and now they have a chance to knock off another. Not a blue bud school, but a school that has nothing to lose, and yeah. and and give me the team that has even less to lose, and FAU, and give me the owls. Uh, I, not that I'm fading you, but I try to use logic and reason in my initial picks, and that totally backfired. So I'm gonna go back to the high school girl. Uh, an Aztec can definitely hunt down an owl, so. I'm gonna go with San Diego State. I think that's that's where I'm gonna lie. I would not be surprised one bit if that happens. I, I, look, I, like I said, fade me. I'm, I'm telling you, I probably will fade my prediction because I'm being honest with you. I've been betting pretty well lately, and I've been betting better than putting down a bracket because I actually yeah. think about everything else. You've so, been betting better than the advice you've been giving out. That's than the advice I've been giving out, which is as fucking terrible as it comes. <laughs> So, so, so if, if, if you, if you, uh, if, funny enough, I may start ourselves a little account now, but I have a pick it app and no free shout outs, but free shout out. Like you want to follow my fix picks, follow me on there. Um, because I, I follow a bunch of accounts and, and maybe I'll create a farm of the bench page and get your picks, um, from the week. <laughs> we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's, that's where, that's where you find all of my good beats. Cause Hey, funny enough, Jimmy. Don't look now, but I'm four for four in baseball today. 
boy. Have I found my calling? Have <laughs> I found my calling? You, you should talk to uh, Aaron Judge and Mike Trout and be like, yeah, you can go four for four. You don't have to go one for five with a home run. It doesn't I know. Have, have, have I found my betting calling? It remains to be seen. It's only opening day. But, yeah, I would not recommend betting. I don't even know what the spreads are. I would take a guess. It'd probably be like one and a half. Like it, it's probably that close. Um, if, if it's anything more than three, take the plus. I don't care what Let's side. It's if it's anything more than three, take the plus the points. I'm gonna, I'm checking now. I should be able to pull that up fairly quickly. Plus, uh, yeah, minus three for minus Diego, three for San Diego State. I yeah. would take the plus with 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 FAU just because I think it. I think you could push with a game winner, or or I think FAU wins. I do not think San Diego State is going to roll these guys. Uh, what about the over under at one thirty one and a half? Uh, what a hideous over under! I really I, I, don't, I don't want to I see it that way. I, I, bet I the over because life's too short to bet the under. I don't know. I've been staying away from picking over unders in, in basketball, NBA, college basketball, either or, because I'm rooting for good games, and, and I hate like I hate either ch- cheering on a last second bucket to go in. Or I hate like, like a prayer three to go in like TCU did for me. Um, or I hate having to worry about, oh, fuck, stop scoring, stop scoring. And then I lose my cover as well, like the winner. Like I'd rather, much rather bet the spread than roll the over-under because I'm not in the business of that. But if you are a, 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 a degenerate like myself, as we call ourselves, I, I would heavily – Probably bet the under. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It's not two high power teams. It's yeah. not two schools with any NBA talent at all. So I would highly recommend doing the under. And yes, 131's low. I probably would end up doing that. San Diego State's last game didn't even come close to 131. If if you and, if and, we want to yeah. throw that out there, um, I don't think I have to ask you for your next pick, but I guess I will ask you. UConn, Miami. Who do you got? I, I really want to pick Miami. I really do. The heart in me wants to pick Miami, and the heart in me um, – let me look at the spread real quick. The heart in me thinks that UConn can beat the team by fucking 30. <laughs> I hate doing it, but, like, but like I'm going to pick UConn. I'm playing simple picking UConn because this five and a half, what they've done to quote-unquote better teams, I I, I – I cannot see UConn not running away with this. And, and, and because I'm saying this, please take the plus five and a half of Miami. So yeah. I, 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 I'm just, all I'm going to say is that I think Miami can kick the shit out of them. And I would love a Miami versus FAU national championship because I think FAU with how many wins they've, they've, they have, I think San Diego State also has the defense to match UConn. Um, I don't think FAU does. Or sorry, I don't, sorry, I don't think Miami does. Um, I think Miami has a, a really great rebounding and really great, great playmakers. They don't have the defense to stop this team at all. No one does, in my opinion. So give me UConn. I'm going to go with UConn because I'm a good dog owner, as you guys normally see throughout the week. So I'm going with the Huskies. I will take UConn. And, yeah, they're just the easiest easiest team to pick. Yeah, Five that and a half guy. is a very nice spread, too. If you, yeah, that if is you a big think one. UConn is going to win, you have to hammer the spread. And I and I will be hammering it. Like that five and a half, I was expecting after what they've done the last two rounds, this to be much, much steeper. And, and that's not disrespect to Miami. That's just that that's just more respect to what UConn's done. No, honestly, UConn's been the powerhouse. Even I told you about – I told everyone last week about the little guy in my class that's a huge Kansas State fan. Like, it's always purple, and it's always – that's the sleeveless. Why Why would I put the guns away? Um, <clears throat> he, he even told me, he's like, yeah, honestly, I wasn't expecting much out of them that, for the tournament, so I'm pretty happy with what they did. Yeah. And I 
think UConn's going to kill everyone else. I said, yeah, well, you and the rest of America. So who knows <laughs> if it's really going to happen. Um, but, since, yeah, since the national championship is will be after – we record or before or before we record again for next week's show. Yeah, we could do after because I have my class, so we'll, I'll be up. I, I probably won't be. That's the only. Uh, I probably won't be because it's then, a late. Then I'll day. sleep. That's fine. Yeah, we, we we don't have to worry about that. So I'll give my pick, and I'll and I'm gonna pick UConn to beat FAU. Like I said, I I, I think that spread will be over seven and a half. I, I'm yeah. sorry, I think it will be, and and FAU's miracle run comes to an end. And and I look. I I would put this um, final four if I'm if I'm comparing things I put this final four up with the Duke versus Butler um, national championship right everyone remembers that Butler team that was a Gordon Hayward bank shot away from knocking off that Duke team to win the Natty and I and and look this 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 FAU team is a team of destiny that Butler team was a team of destiny but in the end it probably will be the team that has that has been there done that and the program that is built for march and that is the uh Yukon Huskies teams of and destiny don't march do anything. Yeah. yes yeah. teams of destiny don't do anything because that's i that's why i picked houston we remember back when we had jeremy on us yes, <laughs> that was it i was like they need they need yeah i thought the ncaa was going to go full on vince mcmahon it'd be like oh houston's all houston's down he's hooking up here he comes with a steel chair. Oh, my God. They're back. Nope. Didn't happen. And Jim Nance taking his tie off and giving it to the senior on the Houston team. That was yeah. alma mater, and, 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 and there's no bias at all in the in the national championship game, right? Like, he hasn't, he hasn't called one game at all like he did like he did the whole tournament when he called that for every Houston game. But, yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's what March is made of. It's what March is made of. And if there's one team, I think the odds are a minus 110 for UConn to, to – Win the national championship. If it's steeper than that, don't take it. If it's plus odds, you throw you throw the house on it. I'm not throwing the house on it, but I will be throwing more money on it before the final four even takes off. I think it's a smart strategy. Um, <clears throat> anything else that you want to hit on for the NCAA tournament um, before we move forward? I think we're gonna let's just get it right into NBA afterwards. But is there any other any other stories that we missed from the tournament? What one other thing I want to talk about quickly is this women's tournament because the women's tournament has been unreal. Actually, it has been it has been a hell of a tournament. And look, the Iowa Hawkeyes and probably the no, not probably the best basketball player in the state of Iowa currently, and 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 and, and the the best women's basketball player in college right now, um, Caitlin Clark is putting on a show. I'm serious. There's I'm going to be watching Friday night, and I will be watching. Um, probably uh, probably Sunday as well because um, they have the games before. But I, I, I think that this Iowa team for, for women's side is unbelievable. And, and think of, I, I saw a funny story that, you know, so, so you know the, the, the uh, I think it's Maryland is the quote-unquote uh, uh, organ of, 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 of um, Under Armour, right? So they're, they're the face of Under Armour. So, so the guy who obviously the Phil Knight was an organ guy, Oregon gets all the Nike shit. Maryland is, is apparently the Under Armour school because that's where the guy who found Under Armour went to school. That and makes more sense now. It make, makes more sense. And in the Elite Eight, the Maryland Turpins, I mean, it was either the Elite Eight or was the Sweet 16. Maryland Turpins, Terrapins, whatever the fuck it's called, played the South Carolina Gamecocks, who Under Armour decided to uh, 
they're gonna make the face of their face of their face of their uh, women uh, of the tournament, right? They had commercials with the South Carolina Gamecocks, and obviously South Carolina is a hell of a school and, and uh, called the uh, college women's basketball school and a great story. But Maryland goes in and beats them, and, and it's one funny story that oh fuck this marketing that you we just shot ourselves in the foot. The team that we just backed is not even the Final Four. The school that is literally our school uh, um, beat them out of it. So it's a funny story, but look. If you're if you're gonna if you want to watch good basketball on on Friday night slash Sunday I think that's when the games are uh, maybe I may be slightly wrong but I think they mismatched it with the with the men's teams I would watch Caitlin Clark and what what this Iowa Hawkeyes team is doing because right now they're plus odds to win the national championship and I think she has the capabilities of of beating them all and, and winning the Natty for Iowa. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. And, and Iowa, this isn't wrestling, right? You actually can win something other than wrestling. So think, maybe pay attention to this girl and how good she is. I kid you not, this girl, this girl may be the Jimmer Fredette of women's college basketball. She pulls up from anywhere, and 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 she just does whatever she wants. Yes, I didn't call her Steph Curry because that's too mainstream. Real college basketball hoopers know the Jimmer Fredette range uh, of throwing it from wherever you are and it'll go in. Nico, why did you guys call me Jimmer for debt in middle school then? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> that didn't didn't work. Honestly, you kind of looked like him at the time. If I'm being honest with you, kind okay. of did. That a makes more bit. sense. A little but bit. if you guys watch me play basketball and you're like, "Oh, Jimmer, what's what's going on?" I, like, I, I think we were in we were in the midst of uh, Jimmer for that being the guy and yeah. and and playing recess basketball or whatever, and watching you just huck up shots like Jimmer, and, and just uh, instead of Curry, it was Jimmer. Like that that's what happened, right? <laughs> but the time there before Steph Curry was a thing, it was yelling Jimmer um, from deep range. Yeah, Jimmer yeah, was the creator of that. Don't 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 let anyone forget. Yeah, Steph is the one who made it his thing. But 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 Jimmer is the co-founder. No, I I should have been better. I should have brought up the women's tournament, um, especially because now I'm also we're getting a girls wrestling team at Castleview. So it's I've had to re- rephrase myself because I keep going. Okay, other guy up. I'm sorry, other person's up. I, I can't just say guys anymore yeah. because it's it's not just guys in the room. So no, there. I think it's awesome that tournament. <clears throat> it's been kind of the mark of a lot of controversy, especially over the last few years, going back to when they had the bubble and the facility difference. And, and I get it. It's not necessarily fair. It's, it's business. And I, I hate the NCAA regardless. It's just another reason why I can hate the NCAA. I wish it would be better. I don't think that it's going to get much better very, very quickly, but the tournament so far has been great. And I think that a lot of people are watching and, and seeing what these, these young women are able to do. The elite eight game on Monday night. I, I think with Caitlin Clark, I think had the most viewers viewership. I think had more viewers than than any NBA on ESPN game this season. I'm serious. I I, I think I saw it sat somewhere. Obviously, maybe it's fake news or whatever. But I know that Caitlin Clark game on ESPN in the lead eight was one of the most viewed basketball games in the country, and, and in terms of men's or women. So it's it's great to see that that's where the game has become. Let's uh, transition to the NBA game. We are getting close to playoff time. Do you know how many games are left by chance? Is I think it... it's like seven or it's going to be six after okay. tonight after recording. Yeah, so they're both the NBA and NHL are winding down. So we're going to talk about those playoff pictures. I have them up in front of me. The East has been pretty much the same since everything, even with after the trade deadlines. Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Cleveland, New York, the Knicks, Brooklyn, uh, then in the play-in spots currently, Miami and Miami, Atlanta are the seven-eight, 
Toronto and Chicago are the nine ten. So the, that is how many backs? How many games back is Miami from the six seed? Uh, half a game. Fourteen. Brooklyn's fourteen oh, games back. Miami is fifteen and a half games. Oh, back. wouldn't that be? Such oh, a game a, and a half. A game. Wouldn't and a half. that be just? Wouldn't that be just such a funny first round matchup again? Miami versus Philadelphia. Oh, that'd be real funny. We'll yeah, talk about. Yeah. We'll talk. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about my little tirade I went on this week a little bit and a little bit. Let's, after just, we break up. let's just start there because Philly has been. You Not duck, good. you duckers, you quack, 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 duckers. That's all I'm gonna say. You fucking duckers. I, I, I have never seen a softer city, a softer fucking fan base, a softer fucking player in the history of the league. Right? You want to, you want to go on ESPN, and, and thank you. You probably just need to let me go on it here for a second, Jimmy, and just let me fucking say what I need to say because I have a lot to fucking say. This motherfucker and this motherfucker and, and Joel Embiid decides I'm gonna go on ESPN and talk shit indirectly about Jokic. I'm gonna say, oh well, there's guys in the league that's won two MVPs that haven't won as many playoffs games as me, which is a false statement. Uh, there, uh, uh, I don't get any respect. Uh, the war doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, I, I don't need to show anything else to, to win the MVP and blah blah. And the morning, the morning of uh, of of uh, I believe it was Monday night. It might have been Tuesday night. Tuesday night's game, or you know, it was Monday. Monday night's game. The morning of you do this, and then you come to Denver where you haven't played since. 2019, Jimmy. This is before COVID. This is before uh, this is the last president presidential uh, uh, fucking office. I, I mean, everything you want to fucking talk about, that's the last time he played in Denver. This fucking pussy doesn't have the balls to sit on the bench and get booed. You want to think? You want to say you're the ultimate troll job? You 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 don't play. You don't play the man. You don't let the man get another chance. And Philly fans, well, he showed you in January. Fuck. The, 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 the New Orleans Pelicans were the number does, two seed yeah. in January. The, the, season Mavericks, the, the season ended before the All-Star break? Oh, shit. My bad. My, I guess that's when we're deciding MVPs now, right? That game that, that game in January where we played a back-to-back, where we played Milwaukee the night before, right? This wasn't a back-to-back for, 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 for Philadelphia. They were on a road trip. And guess what? That calf soreness all of a sudden was magically healed one day later and you were active against the Dallas Mavericks. Magically, oh heavens, praise the heavens, Joel Embiid is healed. He is healed, ladies and gentlemen. He is healed. He is he is he is good. He is he is no longer injured. Oh no, that's that health. We need to really watch out for the health of Joel Embiid. You ducked this this man. That is the weakest ever. I like one of the no, not the weak, the weakest. KD probably leave you maybe the weakest, but one of the weakest moves we have ever seen. And you want to go and talk shit, run your mouth. You don't want to play. You don't want to walk into the building. You don't want to sit on the bench because you're too soft. You don't want to sit on the bench because your suit's too soft. This is the league MVP you all think is the MVP, right? This is the guy? This guy, right? This is who you think the best player in the world is? I've said it for weeks, Jimmy. I don't care about the MVP. This season is not this season is not about that for the Denver Nuggets. This season is about taking that next step and getting to the NBA Finals and having a chance at the, at, at, the, at 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 the um Larry O'Brien. I could care less about this MVP trophy, but I would fucking love it just to run it run it in their faces so they can all shut the fuck up because it is utterly no, they ridiculous. Won't shut the fuck up, though. It is they utterly won't. ridiculous what the city is doing. 
Out of the ridiculous. Hey, hey Jimmy, that, I don't know if they've ever done this award two years in a row, but but MB can win the MVP, right? He can win the most valuable Philadelphian because that's what the, the award they gave him last year. There's your MVP. You build him a statue, ladies and gentlemen. There's your MVP. And, 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 and maybe you can win something finally because you lost the World Series, you lost the Super Bowl, and you're going to lose the MVP. And what do you have to lose? Oh, yeah, you're probably going to get your ass kicked by Miami in the first round. So best of luck with that. <laughs> you ducked. You ducked him. You ducked him. You fucking duck. And I don't care if it was a fucking five-point win. We kicked your ass the whole game, and, and, and fucking Malone just got sick of it, said, yo, kids, go put up better numbers because fuck you. That's why. And, and and he probably shouldn't have done that because the game was over. But I don't care. It was an asshole thing that you didn't want to be a part of. Plain and simple. You didn't want to be a part of, and you ducked. Quack, quack, quack. This is not the Mike Ducks we're talking about. We're talking about Joel Embiid and the, and, and the whining, crybaby little – Bitch that he is, and I thought, yeah, I fucking said that. And I don't say that about a lot of people, but you yeah, do. You're this, normally you you run your mouth at a guy that has done nothing but praise you, nothing but praise you in the post game. Jokic was yes, I was disappointed. Joel Embiid is going to go down as one of the most dominant centers ever. He said that, fucking said that, and and I I think Embiid is an all world type player. I absolutely do. But a guy that says nothing but respect for you, for you to quote tweet, be a bitch about it, and not even show up to play him, is an absolute soft move. Plain and simple. Charmin Ultra Joel Embiid, ladies and gentlemen. New spokesman. Uh as you were going on that tirade, I caught glimpses of the story your dad used to tell about Kevin Garnett. And and this what he used to talk the, the mind games that he would, he would play never last ever oh no you know, you no Twitter fingers better than trigger fingers right isn't that the Drake sang in one of those songs right or Twitter fingers turn Twitter to fingers to, turn to trigger trigger, trigger fingers finger, yeah. and that's with the Meek Mill whatever I don't know whatever the fuck it came from oh but yeah and and guess what Meek Mill is is Mr Philly yeah, except Mr. that Phil he's advocating for enough, yeah. New England it's weird the NFL offseason's been way out there so far. Um, we'll get back into it next week. I wanted to focus more on, on the basketball and the hockey because we haven't talked about NHL at all. But I think everything – it's fair. And, yeah, you normally are the one that kind of tries to reel me back in. I, I'm not going to reel – you know that I'm not going to reel you back in. You can say whatever you want, and, and it's fine. And this is warranted. It's 100, 110% warranted. Play, play if you simple, are, I don't, yeah, play simple. I don't give a fuck about the Philadelphia 76ers now. I really don't. Like, you're dead to me, right? Doc Rivers, your ass is owned by Jamal Murray. Joel B, you're scared. Ducked. They're not gonna. You're not gonna meet them again in the in the postseason too. No. There's no Unless way in hell. Unless you want a miracle run, which right now you're probably not. Here's the thing about a miracle run: you need to have that mental toughness because on a miracle run, you're gonna get told that you should lose. And right now, I think if you tell the 76ers that you should lose, they will go out there on the court and just lie down and ask for a blanket, some warm milk, and to be read a bedtime story because they are not fighting for anything right now honestly i think they're just i that's probably the reason why they lost and, and sucked so bad for the last few weeks they do not want to play miami they Four know they do not want to play Miami. Lost. they don't they, that's the last thing they want to do because they know jimmy butler owns their ass and they know pat Riley. that Riley, yes that Miami's is been on a slide they yeah. will own you they will own you and, and and if you for whatever reason play brooklyn in the first round Oh my God! Could you imagine Ben Simmons playing 
he's he's quote unquote out for the year. But my God, if they play Brooklyn in the first round and Ben Simmons beats that team, I may have a field day. I'm just saying, I may have a field day. I I, I may may go on a fuck Philadelphia rant and, and and just lose my mind, which I basically just did the last five minutes. But it may you, look if if you if the Philadelphia 76ers play the Brooklyn Nets in the first round and Ben Simmons returns from injury and you lose to them. You better delete your Twitter is all I'm going to say. You better stay far away because you are done. <laughs> and that's the scary th- If you are going to come out of our Twitter account, which I uh, I recommend, at F-E-O-T-B pod, Nico doesn't blow if – if it's a blow-up situation, it's normally me. Nico doesn't blow up. He just saves the no. tweets. He just saves the tweets. That's all he does. And, and, and he's and, already – you've already danced on a couple Philly people's graves. I remember from last year. I, I can I will I will screenshot that shit and when that freezing cold take comes up, don't you worry. I will just have it locked and ready to go because I don't need to talk shit. You do enough stupid shit on your own, Philadelphia, right? I, Jimmy, Jimmy, I left. We were leaving the stadium. There were dumbass Eagles fans chanting E A G L E S Eagles. They don't care about this team. They don't. How funny is this? Yeah. They don't fucking care about you, MB. They might like. They might you like. The, they don't give a fuck about you. I huh? think they like the. How do you like that? Than, go probably, go to Miami. You actually can maybe be treated better, right? Philly don't give a fuck about you. They'll turn your back on you, right? They're chanting for the Eagles after you lost and you ducked. That's your city, that, by the way. I think that city loves the Phillies more so than they love. The 76ers. I think it's Eagles, Phillies, 1A, 1B. Those probably Rocky, Eagles, Phillies. And, and, and maybe Rocky probably fits top three somewhere in there. And then it goes Sixers. Yeah. And, and the Flyers that, suck far enough that they're probably below the MLS team. Yeah. No, the Flyers aren't even in the conversation. But I will point this fact out again. And this is coming from a guy who sleeps next to a Rocky poster every single night. If you guys watch on the YouTube channel, which everyone should and subscribe, Rocky watches me while I sleep. Uh, they have Joe Lewis or no not Joe Lewis Joe Frazier is from Philadelphia Joe Frazier one of the greatest American heavyweight boxers of all time is from Philadelphia yet Rocky is more famous in that city than real life heavyweight champion the baddest man on the planet for a number of years which just makes total sense it makes total sense why Joel Embiid is the face of that franchise too he is total Philly like when it's good you best believe he's going to be the first to tell you about it but as That's soon as somebody punches them back in the face, they're like, why the fuck did you do that? I, I I got Philly all wrong going in that Super Bowl run. They're not tough. They're the oh, biggest God. bully in the country. That's They're the biggest bully city in the country. They try to bully everybody else. That's what the Flyers did. That's how they won their Stanley Cups. And then as soon as somebody punched them back in the face, the Flyers haven't won shit since. Like They're just begging for somebody to punch them. And the funny thing is, like, like Philly loves hearing that. So it's I know like they do. They love hearing that. They they, yeah. they think that they think that they're all this. They're not. They're, they're just not. Bring it they, they one time, please, just punch me right here so that I have I, a reason to swing back. I hate that I had to pick the fucking Eagles to beat the Chiefs. I hate me it. Me too. I, I yeah. hate it so much, Jimmy. I hate it so the only much. thing that saved me was Jason Kelsey. That's it. The that, only that was the only saving grace. But other than that, I could just, I could really just watch. It, the scene from The Dark Knight Rises, I wish that was Philadelphia instead of Pittsburgh. That's coming from a Bengals fan. Actually, I wish it was the Eagles oh, versus yeah. the Steelers, and I wish that Pennsylvania just fell off the map. I know that I have I have some students that are from Pennsylvania, so if they ended up finding this because they were really – all Hey, Jimmy, if they're from Philadelphia and they're the Beats fans, just, just quack them, right? Just, just do the My Ducks thing. Just quack. 
I will not no, quack I, at I, Mr. Pilato has to stay no, after school. I will not quack not, at my students anymore. I will, I will not, not quack at my students anymore. <laughs> oh man. Um, <clears throat> I think we're good with the Eastern conference talk because that's like the biggest thing going on right now. Uh, the Cavs are, have clinched a playoff spot. So they're right now sitting at the four seed. That's a pretty big turnaround. First um, time ever being in the playoffs without LeBron since 1998. So kudos, kudos to Cleveland. Yeah, they deserve it. And the only two teams in the East technically that have been eliminated, I mean, Washington is two games out Washington of beat 10. Boston by 30 the other night. I don't know what the fuck that was, but yeah, yeah I, I I don't know. They're all in the Wembenyama sweepstakes or the Brandon Miller sweepstakes. Yeah, no, I, and then Charlotte and Detroit are the only two eliminated from the Eastern Conference. Western Conference, our Nuggets sitting with a three-and-a-half game lead over Memphis. Uh, have we had any update about the Ja Morant? situation or... he's back playing he's, oh. he's back he's back playing and and memphis so Grizzlies, and the memphis grizzlies have a new dance walking out to so that, that that's your up oh so that, they didn't rep they, they didn't change anything at all well, they no, just went not, straight back to nothing you know, it's not a thing so it wasn't a, a sorry thing. that was a oopsie i I've, i'm sorry you caught me but i'm not sorry about what i did and i'm definitely gonna do it again when the Memphis Grizzlies come to town, do not go to the local strip club because John Morant is packing and he will have that shit out in the open. And may and maybe if if they somehow make it to Western Conference Finals against us, uh, maybe that's maybe that's to our advantage. <laughs> maybe that's to our advantage. Just open up shotgun, and it's not no, even the good one. We said it. We said it when we talked about it, but it wasn't even the good one. I mean, I haven't been to any of them here, but I know that Shotgun Willie's is is not good. That's where you go if you're like bad part of town. It's not yeah. any like it's like I I I guess that's John Morant for you. He probably felt right at home. I don't know where he's from, but yeah, no, that's that was bad. Then uh, so Memphis is two, Sacramento's three. Let's, they pushed a playoff spot. The first time since two thousand and four, Jimmy, the Sacramento Kings. I love it. I love it. I, I, I love it. I love it. Look, look, there's probably a good chance we don't have to face them in the playoffs. So I love it. I don't give a fuck. I probably don't have to face you in the playoffs because you're probably either going to A, have to face Memphis in the second round if you get there, or B, you're either right now slated to play against Golden State. Yeah. So, so, so it's, it's a great story. It's a great story. I, I love what, what Mike Brown has done over there for Sacramento and Sabonis and, and, and De'Aaron Fox. I've done a great job getting that team back on the map. I, and, and light the beam, I love it. Beam team, I love it, right? I love every part of it. And and it, it's a great story. It's it's a great time. I really hope that they can build upon this going forward because they have a great young core. Now it's just time to build upon it. And I think they have the right pieces um, to possibly do that in a couple of years. Obviously not right now, but a couple of years. And, um, yeah, shout out to the beam team. Shout out to the beam team. Let, let's see if you know this question, Jimmy. Uh, um, I may give away the answer by saying this, but maybe your brother knows the answer. Who is the longest tenured team without making the playoffs in the four major sports? That would be the New York Jets. Yes, it would be. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, he had to. You had to throw that shot in there. It just makes sense. To. Just had to. That's all I had to say. Just had to. It gets weird after Sacramento because then Phoenix, L.A., Golden State—they're all separated by less than three games, and then Minnesota, L.A., the Lakers. Ugh. The Lakers. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a chance we face them in the first round, Jimmy. I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine with that. Well, we'll talk about it. get through, get through. We'll talk about it in a second. Get through the rest. New Orleans at nine. Oklahoma City at ten. Dallas at, a game behind, and then Utah is half a game behind Dallas. Like from 
fourth to uh, 16 11. technically yeah. it is all just separated by two games two games and, at the most so and, there's and, a chance we play golden state in the first round there's a chance they fall back into the play-in tournament don't even make the actual playoffs and, and, and thinking about it like this the the dallas mavericks fourth in the west at the all-star break now not even in the play-in <laughs> yeah it, it, it seems like there's an there's a there's an outlier on teams that self destruct. I, I I'm not sure what it is. I may, maybe maybe our listeners can help us out of, of why that possibly may be the case and why they fell that far. But I'll let the I'll let the listener decide. Let the listener decide why they probably fell that far. Uh, uh, maybe 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 you can ask Kanye West. That's that's all I'm gonna ask. Um, but I I I this 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 let's play in tournament. Jimmy, if we're, if we're, if we're going to get to the promised land, what do we say about the Avs, right? Get the demons out. Yeah. Get the fucking demons out. Beat 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 the teams that you couldn't get over, right? Beat beat the Blues. Beat 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 Blues. Beat, beat the Oilers. Beat yeah. beat these beat, beat the these, Predators. Beat the Predators. Get these get the demons out of the closet. Man, there's one fucking demon that I fucking hate more than anything in the basketball world. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. I look, look, look. If the Lakers are the eight seed, and you face the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round, ninety-five percent of the media outlets will pick you to lose. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Ninety-five percent of the media outlets would pick the Lakers to beat you in the first round. If you want to shut the world up, if you want to make this your championship run, you have a chance to one, beat the Lakers in the first round, two, face the motherfucking Suns in four in the second round, and three, possibly face the Grizzlies who don't shut the fuck up. That's a fucking run. That would test you for anything the East will throw at you, whether it be Boston, Milwaukee, or whoever. Definitely not Philadelphia because they won't make it that far. But one of those two, one of those top teams, maybe Cleveland, it'll, it'll prepare you for that like no other. And you run that gauntlet, you get to the NBA Finals, you have a very good chance of winning it all. Does it scare the snot? I guess it does. And, and it's because of the, because they have the goat over there, and and people are like, well, the Lakers suck. I don't I I don't care. It's the fucking Lakers that ruined my life for about a couple of years there. When 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 Chris had a chance and the Nuggets with Chauncey had a chance, they they Lebr- Lebron fucking left joined them because they didn't deserve and they didn't deserve him. You you have a top two greatest player of all time on your team. That's why it scares me. Anyone that's a Nuggets fan that's not. A little bit scared of the Lakers is lying to themselves. It, it, you have to be slightly afraid. Minnesota doesn't fucking scare me. Fucking if, uh, hell no. New Orleans no. Uh, 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 Oklahoma City fuck no. Warriors yes, but I don't think they'll fall that back that far. I, I the, the Los Angeles Lakers are the toughest team, and, and right now I'm playing you that 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 would be the scariest for you to face. That have the best chance of beat you in the first round. Plain simple. And if you want to get the demons out of the closet like like the Colorado Avalanche did to get to your get to the promised land, and so be it. Give me those bums. Give me all those bandwagon ass fans and ball arena and send them home with an L every fucking night. I would love nothing more than that. I would love nothing more than that to beat them in the first round and send them off crying to their mamas. Walk out of out of the arena like Robin Williams. I have exercised the demons. We are we got to get there. I mean, that's what we said about the Avalanche for a few years too. You got to get there. And I think <clears throat> if are you anything else that we want to hit on the NBA before we move I mean, over that's, to that's the main thing. I, I 
the the West well last couple of games it's going to be teams that this this play in tournament as a one seed it's weird because as a three seed last year I didn't care as a four seed the year before I didn't care now as a one seed I'm like oh I'm gonna to have to pay attention to both all these games and and reality it's a one game playoff and yeah. the Lakers have shown that they probably are a better team throughout a series than most of the teams in the play in tournament. But it's March Madness, right? It's March Madness all over again. It's, it's win or go home. And, and and I don't know if they have the capabilities of doing that. It'll be interesting to see. Speaking of demons that need to be exercised, we're going to move over to the NHL. Um, I don't necessarily want to talk about Wednesday night because that was bad. But I, will, I do want to talk about what is setting up for yet another demon run that we have to go on. So we're starting in the Western Conference. We normally start in the Eastern Conference. But as it stands now, the Avs sit in third place in their division, so they wouldn't have to be in the wild card spot. They're tied with Dallas at 94 points each. I think we have a game coming up against Dallas tonight. As you're listening to this, I want to say it's Friday night, which now turns into it turns into the biggest game of the season. Wednesday night was the biggest game of the season because you had a chance to not only get points on the team that's in number one in your division, you also had gains in hand on them. And now you kind of blew that opportunity in, in much a very lackluster performance. But Minnesota. Dallas and Colorado, uh, Minnesota with 97 points, Dallas and Colorado with 94 each. That is the current central outlook for the playoffs, which means in the first round, we would be playing the Dallas Stars for the first time since the COVID bubble. And I nearly got our Twitter account shut down for good because I just could not handle myself at that point in time. But it was a different time. I feel like it was a different podcast. It was a different person than you all see or hear behind your headphones or on your computer screens or wherever you watch or listen to the show that we are so grateful for. I need it. I need it to happen. It has to happen. There's no other way. More than likely would happen. I just would like to be be the home team. That's all I'm going to say. That is my my thing too. But But the thing is, is like, look. Yeah, Wednesday night was bad. The team had won nine of the last ten before that. Like this team is Minnesota still was on a hot streak. Minnesota too, was, right? Minnesota was I give a them a little streak. bit. I give them a little bit, but like, and Minnesota and is not, a team that they don't know who their goalie is, Jimmy. What, their goalie plays I, fucking fine last night. I know, but do they go to Flower in the playoffs instead? They will they, not. No, I, I think I that they'll probably go back and forth. But that's how Flurry's playoff runs have and always teams, been. And teams and teams that go back and forth usually fail. True. Right. But the teams, teams that have a bad defensive pairing that everybody knows they can exploit also tend to fail. And right now that's what we have because I love Bo and and I respect Sammy G for what he can do. But when you have to play those two on the same defensive pairing, it is a fucking liability. Both of those guys got the puck swatted through their legs each last night and then given up grade A, like, I don't know how the wild were setting up some of these plays. It was I literally mean, like they were playing NHL, passing it between their legs, behind their back, going, and then just a tap in. And you're like, well, I'd like your give. And Georgie's like, how the fuck did that just yeah, get here? Exactly. Yeah. He's like, I didn't even know they shot the puck because I got my two defensemen standing in the way and they're getting walked like a dog all around the crease. I can't do anything. So that that's my only real gripe about where we are right now. I'm hoping that the rumors that I've heard about Landy not coming back at all. I hope that those are just rumors because I would really love to be able to put this guy in the lineup. I don't think that it's necessary, he's skating, honestly. He's skating, Jimmy. I'm telling you right now, it is necessary because there's a C on his chest. Yeah. C, C, I don't I, look. I, I don't know the statistic off from the top of my head, but I would take a wild guess that in the history of the Stanley Cup final, there aren't very many teams that have won a Stanley Cup without a C, a, a captain. 
I, I would guess maybe <clears> that's <throat> one. May, yeah, or yeah, may, maybe there's one. Maybe, maybe no, no. I'm gonna right. say Stamkos suited and played a game, but he didn't play in the rest of the playoffs. True, true. Fair enough. Fair enough. He was there to lift it up at the end. And and see, Landy not and and Landy not being a part of this run at all would be very very shocking. Him not him not touching the ice at all in the playoffs would be very, very shocking. He's already skating. And, and look, I don't know how many games are left. Maybe it's the same amount or same amount. Maybe I think a it's bit like more. five now. Either way, it's, it's close to the same amount as the NBA. And I think that you could see, have him in the second round. Yes, you'll not have him in the first round, but you set up yourselves up with the second round matchup. Against Vegas, which will probably be another demon, or or against Minnesota, which all which is another demon. It's 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 like I said, you need to have him. Dallas, yeah, that shit hurts, but I think that I think the offensive firepower we have can match match Dallas. And the question you're going to run into with these defensive pairings, right, is like, Kalen Devon as great as 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 the best defensive pairing in hockey. The conversation will come up. Yeah, put you with one of these lesser ones. Like it, 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 the conversation will come up. It, it's not a fun one. At the end of the games, it'll be those two. Plain and simple. Yeah. But 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 throughout the, the the majority of the 60 minutes of the game, the conversation has to be put up of putting Bo on the first one or put or, or put putting uh putting uh uh sorry, Sam G on the first one and going from there. And yes, it's two small two small guys alongside of each other, which may not work with Taze or and, and McCarr, but at, that's where you're at with your defense. And and the, the additions you made at the deadline, obviously were all offensive and all offensive additions. Lars Eller, I think, has done a very good job. Nieto has done a very good job. And I think that they've done enough to surefire power that their offense every night will be good enough. Right now, it's the mental mistakes on the back end that's beating, and it's the mental mistakes yeah. that beat you on Wednesday night against Minnesota, and it's not something that we saw at all last year, and it's something that they fixed. Right, it's something they absolutely fixed on the run. So, do I doubt that that this can't be fixed? No, I think this can be fixed. It absolutely can be. Um, this team has the mental stability to go the full 16. It does. Plain and simple, it does. Um, it, it may it may, it may, come with a lot more bumps and bruises than it did last year, but yeah. you can't get to a Stanley Cup final with, without a few headaches. And last year, we didn't have one fucking headache, Jimmy. We lost fucking three games. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, or four games. However, yeah, we lost four games in four, four games, series. Yeah. For fuck's sake, that never happens, right? That never happens in the history of sports. So that that won't ever happen. That won't happen again this year, plain and simple. But it'll be the adversity of what Bednar has these boys playing to. And I think this team is capable of doing that. Yeah, and you still you're missing Josh Manson right now. That's why Sammy and and um Bo have to play on the same line. Once Manson is healthy again, he settles those guys down very nicely he also brings that physical element he had a couple fights earlier on this year he had a fight last year in the playoffs that's i mean people want to get rid of it out of hockey those are the teams that are the best the guys that are skilled tough and will are willing to just you got to play with such an edge i've i i don't know if you agree with this disagree with this the stanley cup is the hardest trophy to win in major professional sports maybe the World Cup, you can argue, but that's only once every four years. It's kind of a special event. That is the most grueling. You have you have the possibility to play like 30 extra games after you've already played 82. And, and so, it's the most physically demanding, right? Like, like look, yeah, the NFL is – These are the best conditioned athletes on the planet. The, the, the NFL is the most, most physical sport there is. That's fucking one game. It's, it's, it's four games more. 
off of a 17 game series, right? And you're not skating series. 60 miles an hour. Exactly. You're not skating 60 miles per hour. You aren't having 225 plus pound men run into your body on top of having to have the skill to put the puck in the net. It's the most grueling. I, I'm not sure. Look, that's for a date for debate for another day. We have to. We'll probably have to. There's probably some tournaments we're not thinking off the top of our head for those grueling championships in all sports. But it is definitely up there. And mostly, most physically demanding top to bottom of, look, there's going to be guys on your team at the end of the run, of cup runs. Every team that's won the cup in the last, I want to say, 20 years have had bad injuries the next season. They had guys that had to sit out for whatever reason or guys that that, that, that had to miss time because of the injuries they, they sustained. And that's just the way the NHL playoffs goes, unfortunately. And, and right now, like I said, the one thing that, that has hurt the Avs it's been health. It has been. And that's what hurt them the last – the two cup runs before – before or the two runs before last year's cup run. And, yeah. and not – look, you have a goaltender that's healthy. There's your first at least – at least – at least uh, – yeah, not – yeah, yeah, I'm knocking two. Um, you have a goaltender that's healthy. That's your first thing that you're avoiding, right? You have a defense that 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 is that is um, that is not fully healthy but is near full health, near full health. You have an offense – that is missing near full health. Near full health that is missing one guy. And yeah. you put yourself in a position with the amount of guys that have missed injury, Nachushkin, McKinnon, McCarr, uh, uh, um, Landy. Uh, 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 you name the list of Ransom guys that have gone down. Manson, you go down the list of guys that went down with injuries, and here you are about to jump in the playoffs near full strength. You couldn't have asked for much more, right? You couldn't have asked yeah. for much more. And right now, look, you need to win a couple of these next couple of games. I would love to be Dallas, obviously, to have still have a small chance of getting um, the division. But like I said, you need to get yourself in a position where you're playing at your best hockey. Because the, the, every game before the, the, that Minnesota game, you were playing your best hockey. And you get to that point where you're one of the hottest teams in the NHL, you put yourself in a position to go back to back. And here's the other thing that I'm going to say about the Dallas Stars. I'm not going to give them any credit. I think that was a, a bullshit run that they got in the bubble because they didn't have to deal with going on the road and playing outside of their own barn. They were a wild card team or pretty damn close to it. So they shouldn't have been in that position. They have 94 points, but guess what? Our record is 44, 24, and 6. Their record is 40, 20, and 14. So they have four less wins in regulation. They have eight more losses in overtime. Their their points are so inflated, it's all oh, loser yeah. points. They they they're the best at losing in overtime. I, I guess I, I, there's, only, there's only one person that scares me on the team, and it's Ottinger, o- only person. Yeah. Robo's good, doesn't not, scare not, me not, much. Yeah, not we got, we got the guys to cover him up. We got the guys I, to cover. Yeah, him we up. got the guys to cover. Him. I, look, that's the one kryptonite the Az will have to face. It's it's a good goaltender. You got you overcame it in the Stanley Cup final. Um, last year. So Ottinger is a hell of a goalie and, and doing a great job at Dallas. That's that's the obstacle. That's the obstacle. So, and, and, and outside of that, I think we have a team to match them. And actually, I don't think – I know we do. Yeah. No, I think we have a team to play with anybody that's going to make the playoffs. Let's just quickly go through the rest of the Western Conference. Vegas currently holds the number one spot in the Pacific, two points ahead of L.A. The Kings, one point ahead of the Oilers. So that's the one, two, three – and then the wild card currently Seattle with 88 points and Winnipeg with 85. That's it. Yeah, that's a great season for them. They're doing it the right way. We were having a whole bunch of conversations about what the hell are – do they know what they're doing? Are they trying to win hockey games? 
and I guess they showed us all that we don't really understand the game. So the, the, last year was was a shit show. This year they 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 they, they made the right off season moves and they told themselves, look, we're we're just gonna be we're just gonna be strategic with how we pick our first year. We're not gonna be Vegas the first year and make it to the Cup final. We're gonna be strategic and we're gonna set ourselves up with contracts that we can go get uh, uh, great players like like Berkey and and, and keep um, young studs on your team um, around for the long run. So. Seattle, like I said, I love I, look. Seattle places plays Vegas in the first round, or, or they play Minnesota in the first round. That's 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 a matchup. I don't know if either of those two teams love. I think Vegas could be on could be on Tampa Bay Lightning twenty nineteen watch or twenty eighteen watch against against Columbus. If I'm being honest with you, Ooh. they're not a one seed that anyone fears. Ooh, and, and, I and, like and, that. Yeah, that makes like, me happy. Yeah. So so and the Winnipeg hell of a goalie, Connor Hellebuck too, right? Hell of a goal, hell, hell of a goaltending. That's not going to be easy a matchup. Except for when he plays the Avs. When he plays the Avs, he just turns into Swiss cheese. But everyone else, he is. And by the way, in in NHL, he's the shittiest goalie to play against because he he has that stupid focus thing. So if you don't score within the first three shots, it's lights out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's an absolute hoss in goaltending, not against the Avs. So, and Vegas is a team that's lacking a lot of firepower offensively. So yeah, Vegas um, also well, they don't carry as many loser points. They only have six overtime losses, but it is just they're they they're won't have Mark up Stone. On a bad division. Beating up a yeah, very, very bad division. Their division isn't as good as the central. They don't have Mark Stone because he won't be able to come back for the playoff run. There's just a lot of factors stacking up against them that I don't necessarily two years ago, yes. They them and the Avalanche were the two best teams that could possibly meet before the Stanley Cup final. This year, no. Uh, that's that's not what I don't assume is going to happen. I don't think that's going to be the matchup I that I we don't get. Think it is. Yeah, I, I think we've had, we've had a bad track record with these brackets picking them so far. So hey, hey it's just college basketball. We we obviously just, don't know anything about college basketball. We know anything, and at least it's a know. it's a series, a seven yeah. game series. You got a chance no matter what, unless you lose one at home, then then you got to get it back. <clears throat> uh, Eastern Conference where everyone says the Stanley Cup champion is going to come out of Boston, having one of the best seasons in NHL history, 57-12-5 for 119 points so far. Toronto's second in the Atlantic, and then Tampa right now is sitting about six points behind them. Tampa's struggling a little bit right now, too. They are 5-5-0 in their last 10. Um, before that, they were 4-5-0. Uh, yeah. They, they, were, they were on a stretch where they were losing games, not necessarily in bad fashion. Like, they give people a test, but it's – Tampa Bay and Toronto have been locked into a playoff series since two weeks ago. I know. I <laughs> they know. Been, they, like, like, neither were catching Boston, and whoever's behind them, I don't even know who it is off the top of my head, is not catching them. So, so, right now, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. And, yeah, and, Florida is eleven points behind Tampa. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a couple of weeks that they know that they. It's been a month, nearly a, two months now. They've known who they're playing each other in the playoffs. Plain and simple, and and, and uh, it's because of this. Uh, we can maybe have this argument for another day, but I think that the NHL needs to go back to the top eight because I think this fucking division shit's bullshit, and I and I and I think that look, Toronto is as as much shit as we give Toronto about in the playoffs. They're one of the top three teams in, 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 in the East, in my opinion, regular season wise. I'm telling regular. you, look out for big daddy Dubas. Look out for big daddy Dubas. 
I know, and then and then you think about Tampa Bay. That is the that is the juggernaut. That is that that organization, right? And they've had to That's face a- them two times in the playoffs in a row, two times in the playoffs in a row. Like, like if I was series. like the initial headquarters is in Toronto. <laughs> Why the fuck have have all those Maple Leaf fans not pushed to change this? Because Toronto, I I, I think they're the second best record in the East. I don't know off the top, man. You'll probably you can adjust me on that, but they'd be playing the second wild card team. They wouldn't have to be facing Tampa. They'd be facing who, Jimmy? They would be the fourth if we oh, just went based on top eight of the conference. So they would be playing New York. They, they would be playing the Rangers. Okay, never mind. Maybe this better matchup. I, either way, the East is not good, but I, I don't think Toronto wants to face Tampa Bay again. I, I think they do. I think they do for the same reasons what we were talking about with the Avalanche. The Lightning, as many hockey games as the Avalanche have played within the last calendar year, the Lightning have played so much hockey just in the last four years alone. And I just – I don't see how they can continue to do that. And I said it, I think, last year too. But some point down the, down the line this year, this is going to be the 2020 revenge for Boston when they get to play Tampa in the second round. Because that was the first series that I saw, like, well, Boston is no longer the king of the East because they still had Zidano trying to run around and chase Braden Point. And Tampa was that team. That was the year that they won their first cup. They were going to make that run. I think that this is – we're starting to see a little bit of the changing of the guard. If Tampa makes a pass and plays Boston, Tampa then <laughs> it's – I'm not no, giving no, no, Tampa – I'll tell you about it. It's not Tampa. It's Toronto. It's no, Toronto. I know. But I they got to – I say if they do get past Toronto in the first round, then they play Boston in the second round. Uh, that, that's more and of a – Yeah, that's what I'm ta- – that's what I was talking about because yeah. that was the second round matchup in the bubble too that ended up eliminating the Bruins. That was the end of Big Z's career in Boston. And as much as I hate Boston with almost everything that I have, I don't like the accent. It doesn't appeal to me. You Philly, you Boston. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's the same exact thing. The Red Sox suck. They're stupid. I'm glad you traded Babe, Babe Ruth, opening that old old wound up again. And uh, Manny Ramirez was on steroids as well as David Ortiz was. So don't give me any shit for liking the Yankees. But I think that this is going to be – it's very tough for me to say Boston is going to lose to anybody in the Eastern Conference playoffs. I think there's only one team that tests them. Uh, I'll say two because I think highly of Toronto this year. With Brian O'Reilly on the team, I think I think the additions they made at deadline may help this team. I think Toronto could give them trouble. I also think New York can get them trouble. I really do. I, I think – look, both Toronto and both New York, what were the things we were saying last year? This team has no fucking experience. This, this, this team doesn't know how to fucking win in the playoffs. What did both teams do? They got winners. They got Patrick Kane for the Rangers and Ryan O'Reilly for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think that's going to be a bigger factor than all of us think. I really do. And and, the, and look, you add you add uh, Tarasenko also, who's a winner, proven winner for, for New York. That's going to elevate them a lot. And, and I really do think those two teams can give Boston a run for their money. Uh, and honestly, I'd probably pick New York to beat them. And and Toronto. If Toronto can get past the first round, I may even pick them to beat them because that's one of the original six rivalries, and that yeah. would be that would be national television every game at, at prime time. So I, I I I really do think that those two teams can get in trouble. I don't think Tampa can anymore. Um, I, I don't trust any other anyone else in the East to knock off Boston outside those two teams. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's almost not worth talking about the Metropolitan, but we will. Carolina. 
leads that division. Carolina's, I think, is a ticking time bomb too. They did nothing to improve their team at that. Nothing. No, and and you were thinking like you get Patrick back around the deadline is basically a, a trade acquisition, and then he goes and pops his other Achilles or whatever he did. So he's not coming back anytime soon. He's not on the horizon. There's no miraculous recovery coming. They only have a one point lead on New Jersey. Jersey has had kind of a roller coaster of a season, but they're back up there. They have over 100 points, 102 on the season. New York sitting at third. And then in the wild card, we got the Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins because the Penguins beat the Avs and put themselves back up into the playoff picture. Sid Only holding on to that spot by one. Oh, Sid, that backhand goal that Sid scored. Yeah, that backhand goal is probably the, the cleanest. I wish I could do that in, in a video game. I can't Sid, is even... on, Sid is on a fucking tear. I, I mean, my God. I, I This is the best. Sid Malkin. This is the best season he's had since what the cup run in 2016, 2015? Whatever Probably that was. 20, 2017. Whatever, 2017 whatever, was the yeah, last one. Whenever that last cup run was. Best year 2017. Since then. So he, he is playing like a man on a mission. Like he wants another one. I'm not even uh, a Penguins fan. Why do I know that off the top of my head? That's, that's, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right? Like, I, I, it's a weird stat that you're like, why the fuck do I know that? Who's the 1968 World Series champ? Oh, fuck. Just go ask a random, random schmuck and they'll probably figure it out over on the, the New York Yankees, home. most likely. Uh, um, but yeah, I this this Pittsburgh Penguins team I'm, and and look, they retooled, they signed Malkin, they signed Latang, and, and everyone's like, you guys are fucking idiots, right? You guys are fucking idiots. What the hell are you doing? And they decide, you know what? Fuck it. We're just gonna go. We're we're gonna we're we're gonna go out on our terms. We're we're gonna. Everyone's counted you out to not make the playoffs. Everyone has counted said that said since taking the decline. You said, fuck it, boys. Let's give it one more run. Do I think that they can come out of these? No, no. I, I, Sid is not twenty-five years old anymore. It's, if he was twenty-five years old, I'd say they have a shot. If this team was, if if Latang, McCrosby, and Malkin were twenty, were thirty or thirty years or younger, then I would say that the Penguins can beat anybody. But unfortunately, as as the, the old saying goes, legs feed the wolf. And right now, those legs are not going to be not not going to be anything but Jello come the second round if they get that far. Well, here's the thing: the interesting thing about the Penguins, they should have won their first round series last year. Well, there was a couple really bad calls, and there was a missed headshot from the captain. It makes me sick to even think about having to say that. The captain Jacob Truba from the New York Rangers on Crosby, I, I believe. So there's a lot that they. They it basically just didn't fall their way last year. So I think the Penguins front office, they still have Mike Sullivan, who, by the way, we forgot to give Bednar a shout out, but he's going to be here for another two years with the extension makes him the third longest tenured coach behind John Cooper and Mike Sullivan. So it's now Jared Bednar is the third longest tenured coach, but they had Sullivan as the, as behind the bench, their front office said, we really should have beaten the Rangers and the Rangers went on to the Eastern conference finals. So why do we have to change all that much? If we get Latang back, if we get Malkin back, we still have Crosby. Like we have, we feel like they feel like they have the team that's still going to be able to step up and, and do something. I don't know if they're expecting a cup run. I know that's what Sid's expecting, but <clears throat> I think that they can make some noise and be a tough out. At least I think it's a seven game oh, series. Whoever, whoever eliminates them is probably going to have to eliminate them in six plus games. Yeah, I, I I agree. It's not going to be a fun first round matchup for. Uh, that would be Boston, first round for Boston. Boston, uh, I don't know. If, the if big they, bad Bruins. That'd be funny. That'd be I, I'd enjoy 
Sid knocking out Boston one more time. And, uh, and I would, I would enjoy that. that. Would, I would have to buy a Sidney Crosby jersey. I'm not, I would, like I said, I, would enjoy I hate that. Pittsburgh. I do not like Pittsburgh at all, but. If Penguins, they the Penguins have nothing really to hate against. The rest of the city, Pittsburgh, the Pirates don't fucking matter. And you know why. Yeah. I can't, I still can't. I know, I know, I know. Can't it's like any yellow. team in that city. Yeah, exactly. It's the black and yellow. They're the only city who did that for all of their sports. And it just, look, it, it was the funniest little exchange it. that I've heard. I know, I wouldn't mind it either. But like, I would have been kind of cool to do it for every city, but I mean, we're already past that. But they, the reasoning behind it, it was, I was listening to a podcast and I'm stealing the joke, but I'm telling you that I'm stealing the joke. Uh, they, the p- people of Pittsburgh are so simple minded, they just want to see the Steelers or something that resembles the Steelers. So they go, Oh, here come the hockey Steelers. Oh, look, it's springtime. Here come the baseball Steelers. Oh, God. Soccer Steelers, let's go. When are the Steelers coming back? Is it is it August yet? When do when do the Steelers play again? Big Ben still running out there. Like what was Heinz Ward and Jerome Bay still running plays? Yin's gonna go down to the to the Heinz Field and see Big Ben play. I turned Southern really quickly. I can only do the Yin's for Pittsburgh. I can't do a Pittsburgh accent. I wish I could do a Philly one, to be honest with you, because then we can have some banter back and forth. I'd be the Philly guy. You'd just have to. I, I, I may befriend you. That's all I'm going to say is, is if, <laughs> if you start turning. Oh, I, I, I can live with Rocky because I love Rocky, too. But we, we can. No, I, I just mean that I can play that character. I'll I know, play the I, Philly guy character and then you can just roast. I me. may leave the show. That's the only thing. Because I because I can't stand having more than one conversation because they can't put, put two sentences to, sentences. Uh, Funny how I'm saying this wrong. I <laughs> can't put two sentences together. Um, like I can't. Um, I'm the city of Philadelphia. Well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> anything else that we we should touch on? I think that's probably a good episode to lead everyone into their weekend. You got anything else? It, it is opening day. It is opening day. I want some money. <sighs> oh, I'm happy about it. You did win money. I'll I'll celebrate I'll, that. I'll, I'll celebrate that. And, and another and, 162 games of shame. That's that's what I'm thinking. Oh, team, Dick. Sell the fucking team, please. I'm begging you. All I hey, look. All I hope for is that Mustakis gets a. I don't know why we signed Mustakis. I don't look. I, I think we back. signed Mike Mustakis. Yes, we did, and we also signed Jerickson Profar, who is also 35. Um, Are we um, playing MLB 08 the show? Exactly. And and, and look, I, I don't wish injury upon anybody, but my God, I hope Bud Bud Black can just get to his senses and say fuck it, play the young guys, and just move on from there. Play Veen. Play uh, uh, um, uh, the number one prospect. That's a short stop. I can't think of the top of my head. I won't play, be able to help you out with these. Play, I know. Play Romo, Drew Romo, the the, the, the backup uh, catcher. Play all these young guys because I don't care. We know no one expects anything from you. Like, like look for, for the for the Rockies to have a successful season. All that means is to play somewhat meaningful games in July. <laughs> right? July. July. <laughs> There's what? two months of the season left at that point, but that is 100% accurate. Like, play some meaningful games in July. You're like, fuck, like, we're kind of sniffing around the wild card. Right? Just That's all I ask. And like, then, like, like, that's all I ask. I'm not asking for anything more. Play meaningful games in July where there's actually half, half, half a crowd. Right? There's actually half a crowd that's not there for the views. Here's here's my question. Did Dick Monfort marry the woman from Major League? Is that why you think they, oh. that we suck so bad? Because she just wants to – but they, they love people coming to the ballpark. That's the weird thing. They want you to come, watch the Rockies get the shit kicked out of them by 10 runs, 
Or if you're a fan of an opposing, if you move to Denver like everybody is trying to do nowadays, you can watch your team come in and kick the shit out of the Rockies for six hours and drink some good beer or and, and enjoy it. And only pay twenty bucks for 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 a beer and a bra, and you're thirty bucks um, for seeing an ass kicking for, for your team that just gave to a beautiful city. They they should be stadium managers. They should have other people be the owners and have like. I I'm, you I can hold all the concerts. You can do all that. Like like you can run Coors Field for all I fucking care. I don't care. Like you just get get a legit general manager that will that help. Cares us. that cares. Not the I, brain surgeon. Right, that, we don't need we don't need that, and we not, don't need whatever even, the fuck we have right now because I don't even know who it is. It's, it's the guy who they replaced him with that was a second hand man, so not much better. Like it's it, it's not look look this team needs new blood and it needs a bad plan simple. It's it, it's it's like you said. Look, the Broncos need new blood too. Obviously, there's there's a lot of things going on with that we could talk about later. But the Broncos need new blood badly, and and they waited way too damn long, unfortunately. When once, once, once Mr. Bowen passed away, it was, it, 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 we were, we were a team without an owner for five plus years. Those five plus years then weren't even sniffing the playoffs. That's what, that's what you're showing, right? Your, 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 your owner has, has shown, and your general manager have shown a, a, an ineptitude of wanting to win. Why would you ever own a team if you don't want to win? You don't own a professional sports team just to fucking have fun, a beer with your boys on a Sunday, right? It's the same old, it's the same old conversation. Don't own a restaurant. Don't own a bar if you're just gonna sit there and fucking drink a beer and just enjoy it. You run it to make money, you run it to be successful, or else it's a failure. That's exactly what Dick Mumford has done with his fucking team. Bar rescue Colorado Rockies. Let's get it. Let's get Taffer in here and, and shape some shape some shit up. Uh, I'm I'm sick of sick and tired of having to talk. We about want to talk baseball. We fucking talk. It, it would about be nice. I love sitting on the porch. Yeah, oh. I I love sitting on the porch and drinking a beer, watching a bait, and caring about baseball. Being able to talk about I baseball. Love I love playing MLB the show. It's one of my favorite games to play. I buy it every year. I, I, I don't fucking. I don't even do that anymore. I know it's weird, but that's one of my favorite games still to play. And, and 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 I want to attach to something. I really do. Like I, yeah. I want to attach to something. That's why my fandom. I've, I've been bidding to the highest bidder for a couple of years. I almost sold it to the fucking Cubs because I lived in fucking and in, 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 in Illinois and was around a bunch of Cubs fans when they won the World Series. But then I was like, ah, I don't really want to do that. And then I almost did it to the Diamondbacks. But then I realized they also suck. So why the fuck would I also do that? So I I, I look. There's no allegiances that, that I, there is look i would love to wear fucking rocky shit around the city but there, it isn't worn unless you're at a game you walk around the city you still see bronco stuff even though they suck you see abs gear you see stanley cup gear you see nuggets gear you don't see a lick of fucking rockies baseball anywhere this they is sell more du pioneers jerseys at dick sporting goods than they sell rockies jerseys absolutely it's not even a question absolutely hey even fucking colorado rapids jerseys like it's 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 even that far. Like 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 I, I maybe not maybe I'm over exaggerating, but it's near. It's very close. Because at this yeah. point, if you're a Rockies fan, if you're a young Rockies fan, whose jersey are you gonna buy? Seriously, right? Blackman, yeah. maybe, maybe that's the only one. Chris He's Bryant, I don't know. No, yeah, Chris Bryant doesn't play. <laughs> he I, sleeps I, on bad. He sleeps on stiff mattresses and can't play. You you had an all a, a, a guy who's won eleven gold gloves in a row that you just let walk out the door. 
and you sign his replacement, uh, a guy who's three years older than him and, and a guy who's more injury prone. And that, that third baseman over there is, is on a team that has World Series aspirations. That's, that's where you're at. That's where you're at. DJ Mayhew on a World Series aspiration team in New York. Nolan Arenado, World Series aspiration team in, 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 in St. Louis. Trevor Story, he's in Boston, but Boston still is a baseball city. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what happens for the Red Sox. They'll still always believe that they have somewhat of a chance. That stadium will always be packed to the brim because of who, it, who they are. So I, I that, that was your core. That was your core that you blew up in a matter of two or three years. And here you are still thinking you have a halfway hell's a chance of making a wild card. God. Yeah, no, we, we brought the, the mood. The moment you traded Nolan Arenado, the rebuild shouldn't have started. The rebuild should have started. There's no kicking around, fuck it, let's, 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 let's see if we can make the wild card. No, it's either you're all in or you fucking rebuild to get all in. No sitting in the middle of the fucking river and, and not even having a top five pick because you didn't lose enough games to be the Pirates, but also not winning enough games to be be only within 20 games back in first place. Like it, it, It's the middle, man. This team has constantly been in. This team's never fucking sucked and then never tanked for, for, for the best prospects in high school or college or whatever the fuck baseball does for the draft. And it's never been good enough to, to take it to the top outside of one magical run 16 years ago. And on that note, happy opening day, everyone. Happy opening day. Happy, happy opening weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend. We will uh, be back here next week. Be sure to follow at Pod, all social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Be sure to keep telling your friends. Subscribe where you listen to your podcast and spread the word about our show. Check out Variety Sports as well, our presenting network at Variety underscore sports underscore. Uh, I know, Brandon, we've been a little bit behind. We've been busy. But we'll get things back on track, and we appreciate uh, them bringing us on. And we both have kind of luck going on. So I'm gonna say, yeah, no, we. All I'll I'll say is this: I'll I'll leave another hint: is we won't be talking much baseball during the summer. Is all I'm gonna say. There'll be no what we'll be talking about. That's all I'll say. say. This is true, and I'll finally have some time to myself in the summer. I won't be sitting in front of 160 screaming, hormone-riddled 12-year-olds. So also, uh, also, one more thing: happy happy WrestleMania week to all those all those that celebrate. Cody Rhodes is going to beat Roman Reigns. That's my prediction. And then he's going to lose lose the title to Brock Lesnar. Oh, God. Why does Brock still fucking run around? I don't know. I Just don't like know. Cody be Cody. Well, I think they're going to bring Brock back because they want to take Paul off of Roman. But that's for uh, another episode. We'll talk about it on another episode. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Happy Friday. This has been the Far End of the Bench for myself, Jimmy Pilato, my co-host, Nico Bryant. Thank you guys for listening to episode 131. We will see you next week. Peace. If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench.